The Last Time I Smoked is an independent entertainment podcast intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'll describe the scenario here. Uh, Landon and I are in my courtyard under the lemon tree. It's the first sunny day in like the last three or four weeks. So tired of the rain, even though we needed it, but uh, so glad it's not raining. Still kind of wet around here. Um, We got some fresh pico de gallo just made that we're about to enjoy with some nachos and a very extremely long joint. Your new host of The Last Time I Smoked, Dan. <laughs> that was good. Thanks for indulging me. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. The last time I smoked. 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 Welcome to The Last Time I Smoked. I'm your host, Landon Charles Hughes, and today's guest, Dan Postian. Dan and I have known each other for a little over a year. We met each other at a 301 level Upright Citizens Brigade improvisational class. Soon after, they formed a team and invited me to join them in practicing improvise. So for many countless hours, we learned and practiced improv. We became very good at it by understanding who we are and what we're doing. I like Dan because Dan is a true gentleman. He's He's what manners and confidence looks like in a real person, in a human being that has empathy. Dan is the kind of strength that doesn't need to be machismo to be tough, because I wish more dudes were like him. Caring, understanding, and can cook like a beast. Smoking some XJ13. Yeah, I got it from Hollywood High Grade. You ever been over there? That is my favorite dispensary that that I've been to in LA. And there's such a little handsome man that I always hope that takes care of me, the little blonde guy with the lip ring. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm always like... Is his name like Donald or something? I I don't I've never asked. I have to ask. Yeah. Because I'm kind of always there and he kind of always... Some way, I'm always his... Uh, customer nice and then there's another a girl who works there who always like it's between those two yeah. that I'm always hitting but he's so he's so handsome every time I go in there I'm always like just give me blue dream or whatever and I'll yeah. do my little what do you like man <laughs> I'm gonna get that one is that how you do it you have to make them interested in like their mind it's like yeah. hey what are you into uh. I haven't bought pot in so long just cause I've been growing it so much <gasps> how hard is that to grow pot because I, I want to grow up because I think that'll save me a ton of money a year down the future and then will. go yeah I have a little bit of a green th- thumb growing up uh, on a farm in North Carolina so what part um, North Carolina um, I'll ask yeah. again oh, what part Charlotte North Carolina our farm was right out of town uh, in Denver put the mic right here next to Lake Norman like talk over, over. talking over it yeah Perfect. Is that better? That's perfect. Cool. Um, so I'd always been growing stuff as a little kid and, you know, started smoking pot at 16. So right when I started smoking pot, I was fascinated with growing it. So we'd, we'd grow it out on the farm in the woods, you know, maybe even in the park. It's North Carolina, so no one's expecting these things. They don't do flyovers? No. What is that? That's the nachos. Ladies and gentlemen, nachos. <laughs> All right, and we're holding for nachos. I guess I'll spell it out. Dan's walking back into his apartment. He's going to go pull the nachos out of his uh, oven, and then we'll continue.
Hmm. That's nice here. Uh, I'm going to post a little like time-lapse video of us smoking out underneath his lemon tree in his courtyard because it's so cute. Um, we had a party here last year, which was fucking rad. Um, it's like you only get like the best parties if it's like in Hollywood proper or in the outlining areas. But this is pretty, pretty hot jam. I've seen like 200 people in this backyard. Oh, talking about the uh, <laughs> which all one? the practice groups, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, parties. Yeah. No practice groups, too. <laughs> That's just as fun. <laughs> Improv. Um, uh, we were talking about you uh, growing. So you grew in North Carolina when it was bad, bad, bad. Yeah. But now North Carolina's kind of chill about weed. I have another uh, f- couple of friends from North Carolina who smoke a lot out here that are like... I don't even know the laws, man. I, I know that I don't think it's going to be legal there anytime soon because we're so conservative man we you know they wanted to create a third bathroom for transgender people like we're back there i feel like we're 10 years behind you know but we should be doing more comedy shows out there then, huh? that's what <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we should locals coming back yeah see there's like <laughs> such there's a super like progressive democratic part of north carolina oh. and then there's a super conservative part. is that raleigh or charlotte charlotte is the liberally very liberal uptown uptown Carowinds. everyone's moving in um they were moving in back in like yeah. 98 like that started that whole like yeah. rise of Char- and that's because i used to live in charleston i used to go up there and i used to go to modeling school uh in uh, north carolina anyways long story nice. short um i remember going to uptown and seeing like a bunch of construction and like us being in a large city that we're normally not used to and feeling comfortable you know yeah. what i mean and feeling like this is chill actually it's and then, got like, that charming new south feel but uh Atlanta's also, got that too. Yeah. It's also one of the fastest growing cities in America, which I never think about. Because they're huge on tech too, and there's smarty pants yeah, out it's there. It's a big banking city. And banking too? Yeah. Hey, you can't hate on them anymore. Like nobody has the answers. We just figured that out this past oh November. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so the liberals are wrong, the conservatives are wrong. What's next? Donald Trump is right. <laughs> That's a quote. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, my gosh. Um, but besides that, uh, North Carolina and weed, I think, is sort of like, yeah, I guess it would be a, like a less than 50%. Charleston seemed to be pretty chill. They just, they really follow the rules. Like, if it's law, it's law down there. And that's yeah. what they understand. And as soon as they change it, South Carolina is pretty good of rolling with the times except they're not gonna push the times forward i have a cop friend who told me the like last year when we were talking he was like i told you since high school brother if i could smoke with y'all i would you yeah. know and he's in full and he's decorated and whatnot and like wow he doesn't give a, no. give a crap if you smoke right exactly and that's like ugh, you gotta listen to them because mm-hmm. they know what's giving them problems and what's not yeah and if they have to follow every single rule all the time i dare you to yeah it's impossible <laughs> Um, but um, in terms of you growing weed, mm-hmm. um, it is essentially a weed when you think about it. So it's it's very easy to grow. Um, what about all this like water filtration systems and like lighting lamps and like? That's how most marijuana is grown. So this hydroponically, is, this is more, yeah, 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 with lights. Um, and what that is is they put the lights on a timer. Um, they the roots are are suspended down into a liquid which is pumped full of nutrients okay and here's why i grow organically you know think about buying organic food it tastes better than inorganic food you can taste the difference between an inorganic banana and a banana 
very easily. If you, if you haven't tried that, try it. But you, sir, have a palate unlike most other people, too. And we'll yeah. get to that in a second. Yeah. But for those who don't taste that difference, you know, other than the taste, is there anything? Well, like, you know, growing marijuana hydroponically with lights and stuff. You oh, know, you don't that, like it because it's less organic. That's the definition of, you know, GMO. some GMO inorganic stuff. But it's and just water and nutrients are making them super powerful. True. But, you know, sometimes I can really feel a difference between, a, like, a plant that's been pumped full of fertilizers its entire life, you know, like a cow full of hormones, and then just, like, you know, a marijuana plant that's been grown in some nice soil with organic nutrients, some worms... And shown some real love, you know? That's how I grow my plants. Love is love. Um, okay, I'm wrong, sorry. Um, well, <laughs> I'm kidding. my marijuana is never as high in THC, I feel like, as like, you know, what you buy top shelf at a dispensary. So they're like steroid weeds. Like there are <laughs> weeds that are produced to be producing that much THC. Yeah, and you, you know, if you smoke a crystally like amazing bud that just you know, looks like it's from outer space. You're going to get super high, you know, but it's not like a natural, as much of a natural you feeling feel, high. you want to move into the sun a little bit? Because um, I feel like you're a little chilly. Yeah. Go ahead. What I should do is grab the nachos. Yes. And can we grab, grab my... No, okay, grab it. Hold on. And grab we're one. pausing again. Those nachos look delicious. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it might be a little hot. The pan. Oh, perfect. I never had a history of weed. I was always, I'm goody two-shoe like a motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> have been my whole life. Like, you know how everybody yells at politicians for doing, like, the wrong thing morally or ethically and whatnot? Mm-hmm. I would be amazing as in a candidate. Like my yeah. record is so fucking clean. Like nothing. Like I have been through nothing and only champion nice. heroes. Like and I still can't get ahead. What? Like all right, fuck it. I'm gonna smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. And everybody kept telling me it was so wrong, and I kind of picked the weakest of the 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 tragedies, but I've only found fell in love with it. I don't think I'm going to be smoking it as much going forward. Um, that's just because I got a lot of day stuff now. Yeah. I stopped like just sitting and writing all day because I'm not getting like, I'm not putting words to paper all the time. And I think it's because I'm distracted with the weed and the weed does get me deeper and deeper into my mind where I'm like, how do you write this? What am I supposed to? I don't want to tell everybody they're wrong for doing what they're doing. Yeah. I'm Marijuana only, is, yeah. I think it's just, I like it because it's more, it, it builds empathy. I was actually, you know, me going on my too perfect run, I was like, I didn't have any empathy. I was just like, why can't you be like me sort of thing, you know? Damn. And we'd sort of like kicked me out of that thought process. Yeah. And stopped being so judgmental Landon. Yeah. No one likes to judge Judy. No. I kind of like Judge Judy. I mean, the Judge Judy. Yes. <laughs> She's been at it for a while. And <laughs> making killer money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. Nobody does. And um, I credit that to my marijuana use. Now, going forward, hey, I think I can, you know, 
sober up for six months, see what gets collected, collect that data. What did I get done? Summarize my six Dude, months. It's really something you got to pay. It's like with anything, if you do it too much, you know, when I was like 18, I was like, oh, weed makes everything better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not true. It's not the answer. It's no. just a, a. Man, I love to go on a hike and get high. That's yeah. like so fun. Uh, going to the beach, eating ice cream, going to a show, listening to music, all awesome things to get high to. What do you listen to when you're high? Because I can't listen to certain music. It depends. I don't know. It depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah, it does depend. But like going to class high or, you know, going to an audition high or like going <laughs> to something. Die. Yeah. Like I would never do that. You know, going to something that matters, you know, where you have to really focus and not enjoy the high. That's what you should not be getting high before. A podcast? Hell yeah. So the word... Oh, God. So I'm not a professional podcast host. I mean, that's the thing. It do, does the definition of professional change now? Or is it altered? Or do we alter it? Or can't? can we? Or do we speak in our... Well, in my opinion, uh, it is an inhibitor. Yeah, I mean... As much as I want, and I keep hearing it from people like, no, no, no. I'm like, you are awesome on it. And I never want to put that on you. You know, I never yeah. want to put that view on you. you. Smoke all day if you're getting if you're alive and working and feeding yourself, you're fucking winning. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you get to be in the in the United States, you're fucking winning. <laughs> like now, how do you champion that life? How do you show that it's good? You know, show me because I don't get stuff done when I'm high sometimes. Yeah, except for this podcast. I mean, there are people that are like, that's not true, bro. Like, I get high all the time. I'm high for everything, but like, <laughs> usually those people. Haven't really accomplished that much. Just saying. So, <laughs> I don't want to be a Judge Judy. <laughs> Not to be Judge Judy here, but uh, I don't know. I got a friend. His name's Tim. I went to film school with him, and he DP'd my short film. Cool. And. Uh, he smokes so much. And I'm like, how are you alive? <laughs> like, he, above and beyond, smokes more than I do. And, I, oh, he's going to be another guest, too, by the way. I just nice. been, I've been trying to find a good time. He, like, makes hip-hop music. And I always, in the, and I want to know, like, what are you making in there? Is this helping? Is this an answer to, you know, your woes, in a sense, your mental anguish? Or is it, like, a creative muse? Yeah. I don't know, man. Mostly, I really like it before physical activity. I've never tried it before exercising. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people have. Do you ever do spin? What's that? Spin class? It's a stationary oh, bike. Oh, like uh, Soul Cycle? No, Soul Cycle scares me. There's too much movement while I did one pedals Soul are cycle, going. Soul Cycle, and like, it was weird, man. Speaking of Scientology, it felt like I was in some weird church. Like, Spin is like that, but without the church factor. It's like, we got to ride. It kills 700 calories. Let's get this fucking tummy out of the way. Like, it's great. I think at an hour, 45-minute run. Uh, outside of that, I don't like working cardio, like, running anymore because I feel like I'm getting a bum knee. It's like all the soccer, all the... Dude, my knees have really, really taken a beating. Yeah. Like, we're turning to old men now. Dude. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's one of the reasons to smoke right there. Yeah. 
getting older just kind of sucks no matter what. So if you're, you know, high for a little bit. Right. It goes, it's a benefit. Hell yeah. You have that experience under your belt. You get to log that in as time. You get to say something about it in a sense. You have experience. No? I sometimes get so big headed. I come from such humble backgrounds. Like we don't we don't talk about politics. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that boy smoking pot. Do not let little Susie around him. <laughs> yeah. Like when I was auditioning for Master Chef, they were like, um, describe yourself in high school. <laughs> and I was like, um, I was the kid whose parents didn't want their kid to hang out with. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's great about LA. Oh, good run, by the way. Good job. I can't stop congratulating you enough. What a huge thing. And now you're using those tools that you learned on that show to build your own show? Yeah. I'm kind of... Like, I'm like kind of good at cooking. <laughs> uh, these nachos are to die for. And it started out as just the salsa, but now we upgraded to a full plate of nachos with the salsa. Um, nailed mm. it. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm just hoping the crunching isn't... Oh, no. I, there's people eating on my podcast all the time. There's okay. like... I apologize, listeners. Lay's potato chip bags. Fans. We're high. We can't help yeah. the eating. Sorry, this is unprofessional of us. Oh, on a podcast. God, I a podcast. And there's so many people who take these called, yeah, like, who take these so seriously, and I can feel it biting that I don't do them as often as I should, but at the same time I'm like, why? Nobody cares. I usually listen to stand-up comedy when I'm doing like a really long bike trip. Mm. But I'm going to start doing podcasts. How far have you biked before? I like to try and do this like once every week or two weeks, but bike down to Venice oh. and San Monica and, and there's a couple really good routes that are good for bikes. And there's it's so much they're so brighter down there. The green is so mm. apparent, like nobody touches the green. We're out like in East LA. I feel like there's the bike lanes are less apparent. It's not as safe. Yeah, no. And I almost think we should make the bike lane on only one side of the road and shift the two lanes over to the right some so that the bikes only have these two lanes to go through, yeah. like their own personal two lanes. That'd be amazing. Yeah. What's um. <laughs> <laughs> up, bro? Um, oh, we had a friend just pass by. Sorry, I get yeah. getting in front of new people. <laughs> um. I'm totally with that. And like the reason people don't ever want to go to the beach is because it takes so long in the traffic with the bike. No traffic, dude. It's just that many people in such a small area. Like if everyone biked, <sighs> LA would be a way more chill place. I always imagine sometimes um, all the roads being ripped up and what you would do with that space. You know what I mean? Would we all cluster in one area and make it like the Sims game where all the commercial will be here, all the housing will be here, industrial will be, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then all the green will just be parks. Like all the roads are just a bunch of parks. I could just walk paths and bicycle paths. Yeah. Like if there was a law that everyone had to have a bike <sighs> and if you were going somewhere like under like four miles you have to bike i think there would always be parking spots la wouldn't be there wouldn't be a huge cloud of smog over us all the time 
You'll be happier. And all my equipment fits in a backpack now. I don't know why, you know, it's just, it is literally. I, I've come up with the reason why I think these things don't exist where they exist in every other city in the world. LA's making so much money off the cars here. Okay. Parking tickets, car insurance, DMV, speeding ticket, insurance. <laughs> it's a car you industry. Know, it's, it's they make, they're banking off the cars. Wow. Because it's a culture. We're Car City. Yeah. Los, and, Los no. Santos. Have you ever played the so Grand Theft people drive one mile? Like, just, yeah. oh my gosh. That shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, I find myself walking to the strip now. I never drive outside of, like, my area. Like, if I come out here, yes, I'm driving. Yeah, but, no, but I'm bringing equipment. Like, I, think, I think it's like, I don't know, you got to balance it. Like, is your vehicle utility or is it just for pleasure because i feel like a dickhole sometimes when i am uh, driving around in my car by myself i'm like i better smile the whole fucking time <laughs> yeah so many people are assholes so lucky. in their cars <laughs> what so many people are assholes in their cars yeah you know? the beamers are the worst <laughs> yeah it, that's true it's not even stereotypes it's just the truth it is beamer drivers are the worst oh and vans sorry I'm just putting it out there. That is a tank on wheels for you and your family. Look out for people. There's so many blind spots in those damn things. Vans mm. and Beamers are my Vans. worst enemy. Yeah. And when people have smaller cars that can like zip through certain parts of traffic that get hauled up, like on Western and Santa Monica, I was like, yeah, you go, you Honda Fit. <laughs> man, and I will tell you, since I sold my car, mm-hmm. it's been a lot less stressful, man. Tell me about it. Um, like, what is the tra- yeah? What is traveling like in the city of LA? How's the system? How is like? It's all right. Uh-huh. Well, I had a shoot in Woodland Hills on Friday and Saturdays. Friday got a ride. Saturday, I had to take the metro to North Hollywood, which was awesome because it had all the women's march people, and they were so fun and the energy was great. Oh yeah. Um. But then I had to take the bus for forever to Woodland Hills, and then I had to take another bus. So it was like two trains, two buses, and like even then I wasn't even close, so I Ubered. So like it is kind of a struggle. What was it like seeing all the people on the trains as they? Were, what kind of signs and stuff did you see? Um, How many vaginas did one you sign. see? <laughs> It was all different types of women, which was cool. It wasn't like just one type of women, woman, right. you know, it was women from everywhere. Um, and I saw one sign that was, um, no, we aren't ovary acting. <laughs> ovary like ovaries. Yeah. And then there was like a, like, you know, scientific diagram of like the ovaries, you know? <laughs> and I was like, that's funny. It was like a 15-year-old girl holding the sign. I was like, that's weird, though. <laughs> so you think there's an age limit to protest? Uh, I just never moment, think yeah. about a 15-year-old's ovaries. I don't know. <laughs> I come from the medical field, so I have a background in that, and I worked women's clinic for a while, so like... I kind of understand. I don't get it, yeah. but I like. I understand. I I, I feel you. I'm barely able to take care of myself, let alone if I had to deal with a female body. Like I, I am not a professional. <laughs> I am not. 
You know what I mean, though? All it's the female like, <laughs> listeners hate me now. Why? No, they don't. I think you're saying exactly what all of like our generation of dudes say and think. Like It's not anything ill towards anyone, I hope. It's just, you know, learning and growing. Well, I did love the sign. Yes. Um... Uh, we went to the march. We were started at Pershing Square, and I swear to God, the only person that made me upset the whole time was Dimitri. <laughs> like, why do you want to go in the middle of Pershing Square? We're not going to get in the middle. He's like, we're going to find a way in. I'm like, it's you know, there's no, it's packed. 750,000 people around us, and Dimitri and us in winter coats trying to get through this sunny-ass day, the one day between the rain. Oh my god, we were overheated, we were mad at each other, but everybody was amazing. Everybody Damn. was like keeping us like afloat. I'm like, oh good. Were people like we're pushing the assholes through here. or like uh, no, people were making lines. There was one moment where some this old lady had uh passed over, like uh passed over someone she died. She passed out and fell over and they needed a medic and I used my big T I voice to yell through a crowd of people to an ambulance way above I was like we need a medic! Like, really projected all the way over across. Everybody made a, a hole between them, like a line to get through all the way straight line, beeline to what? the... Uh, yeah, it That's was... That's so cool! Everyone was linking arms to get around. Dude. Everybody clapped at the end. They came back together like, uh. a, like a wave of people. <sighs> and then we stood there again and waited. Dude. Yeah. That would have been sick if you got that on film. No, sadly. I just didn't... Oh. Who cares, I get weird dude. about stuff like that. You used your voice to save an old woman's life. Yeah. And that's what the Women's March is all about. Yeah, I, yeah, and I hate bragging about that. That's not bragging, dude. That is not, that's just telling stories. That's telling teamwork. Story. That, yeah, and them doing it. Yeah, that's what it feels like telling stories sometimes. It feels like bragging because it's like, well, a lot of the bad stories. the Men's <laughs> March, they would have just been like, give him some whiskey. <laughs> Piss <Hey>. on him. <laughs> you want a cigar? <laughs> Biz on him. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. Thank God there aren't men's marches, dude. I can't believe that exists. I can't believe that exists. I'll tell you what, it ain't two. It ain't seven hundred and fifty thousand strong. Mm-mm. It's nineteen thousand of them. <laughs> Here's something else that's funny. Like, men came to the women's march, you know? Like, I was going to go with my girlfriend if I wasn't, like, doing something that day. You're working. Yeah. And so, <laughs> think about a men's march. Would women come? No. Not a single one. <laughs> I think they would be told they had to. <laughs> if it's, I would feel. I would not be at the men's march. <laughs> Gross. No. <laughs> I feel like we're always on the men's march. <laughs> I've been on the it's men's march going since on. 01. It's always <laughs> going on. Oh, I love that uh, SNL sketch. Did you see that one about the, the kids, the gay kids? Uh, well, the, wish, the, the, the thinking well, where he's sitting next to you. He she, the mom of the kid looks at one of like the bro kids and she's like, you listen to me everything is made for you it is all about you this is his one thing <laughs> and she's like you didn't see that sketch oh my god no it sounds oh, hilarious it's called the wish or the, the the um thinking the thinking well by fisher price it's an snl sketch i highly recommend it it kind of got me to write some more nice yeah it was good i'll definitely check it out um i love snl a men's march <laughs> <laughs> gross
Gross. That's the grossest. Well, back to the subject. Oh, weed. No, working out. Where were we? Sorry. MasterChef, your web series. How many episodes have we shot already? Um, we just started shooting it yesterday. Ooh, nice. It's called Dan's Lit Kitchen. And do you have a GoFundMe page? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. What is it? Um, I think it's just uh, GoFundMe Dan's Woke Kitchen. The name changed after the GoFundMe was made. Why? Um, what are you going to call You just still don't know? Uh, I can change it to Dan's Lit Kitchen. That sounds lit. Yeah, dude. Lit as fuck. It's like just time to get lit in the kitchen, you know? Uh, I wanted to go to that weed business uh, entrepreneurship convention that they had at the L.A. Uh, oh, I saw a billboard for that. I kind of wanted to go. I was like, what are these people talking about? Who's making money off of an illegal, subst- an illegal substance? Lots of people. Yeah. It's, it's about to boom, man. Yeah, how do we Humans dive into that? have been using cannabis for like 20,000 years. Well, we're over here championing it. How do we use that to our benefit? How do we, how do we trump that? I don't know. I, I have a idea that uh, I think is pretty good. Hit me. Um, so like, you know, what if you're smoking a joint, but you also want a minty fresh blast? Menthol joints. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. I, I think it's hard. I hate menthol cigarettes, but <laughs> some people like them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a high idea here. <laughs> um, menthol, yeah. Bought the fresh maker. <laughs> yeah. Um. A va- no, I mean a vape pen that's THC could possibly give you, but I don't believe in vaping. I'm yeah. kind of old school about how I smoke. Does that make me sound like an old man? No, vaping's a very different feeling. Yeah, I didn't like that. It feels like my lungs were crystallizing. Like, hmm, this isn't nice. What? Whoa. Yeah. No vaping for me. But uh, San Diego loves it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> There's so many at the gas lamp district. There's so many stores up. I'm like, God, these guys are making a fortune. Damn. I don't know, man. Vaping supposedly the best way to, to consume the THC. But Really? I always thought it was supposedly. oral. I thought it was like, like um, edibles. Like digestion was yeah, the best. I don't like the way I like edibles sometimes. But I'm not about to eat an edible and go to the gym, you know? Oh, there's a big difference. Yeah. Edibles are very, it's very body high. It's like a heavier high. Um, it's, it's less cerebral, more just like, I'm like a part of the couch now and I'm not going to move and all I'm going to do is eat. You're like that don't smoking ad where the girl was liquid yeah, on the dude. Ca- <laughs> I was like, that's exactly how I feel. They nailed it. <laughs> Except As I'm not smoking. frowning, I'm smiling. It's <laughs> the only difference. Like, this was my off time. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching fucking Super Troopers back off. Back off. I'm writing my screenplay. Leave me alone. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> oh. See you later, bro. Yeah.
else do we have? What else? So what is your new year planning? Uh, what do you have going on other than your web series? Do you have any other hobbies or like uh, comedy shows um, or stand up you're going to be hitting? I'm trying to do a lot of stand up this year. I just started doing the open mics. I met with you um, like three months ago, maybe. And I was just talking to you about getting into it. And you did improv with me. Yeah. What did you feel like that brought to the table? Because that's pretty intense study, I feel. Like, that was... Yeah, we were doing it pretty frequently for a while. And we were good. Like, I felt we could have put a little we show on. We some days here that were amazing. Yeah. I always Everyone feel was like... on point. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> LaCroix. I think it, it, it brings to the table... Just being able to think on your feet, you know? And in improv, you have another person there to play off of in stand-up it's just the audience that you have to play off of you know and being able to think of the next thing and finding like small games within the set or the the situation that's happening on which is unique every time um the improv greatly helps with that i never listened as much until i did it Mm -hmm. i i never realized somebody had to say to me uh you need to just listen. That's one of our rules is listening. And as I, the more I kept repeating listening and looking at people when they talked and like really listening, um, mm. that's what creeped me out. I was like, how much did I miss? Or how much yeah. am I not picking up around me? It's so easy to get in your own head when you do anything. Oh, and, and when you're fucking high. What fun. you're going to do next <laughs> instead of being there in that present moment. Fuck, it did get cold, man. Right as we got a mosquito in the sun. Satchma looks pretty comfortable. <laughs> you got all that fur, though. We're talking about um, Satchmo, which is his puppy dog. Oh, it's not puppy. He's full grown, but he's a collie? Corgi. Corgi. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked... Um, I tried Sketch as well. That is a formula in which I seem to not be able to nail very well. Sketch? Yeah. Sketch comedy? I mean, I feel like if you've got a writing partner and improv, you know, scenarios that could, you know, find those premises that could be written out, because it's so tough to try to do it on your own and figure out what's funny about anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's another a... thing that improv helps with, finding out what makes things funny. Mm-hmm. The game. You know? The game. Oh, my God. But it's nice to have a, a vocabulary word, I think, for me to articulate it. Yeah, because I don't think I would understand what they were talking about half the time unless they had started with that use yeah. of the word the game and like finding why something is or isn't funny or could be worked into something funny because they're very forgiving at times, too. Is Yeah, I want to get into 401. I still have $200 credits. What did you use the other two hundred for? Um, a one month class, like four fifteen. I don't know. I want to do that boot camp at the clubhouse. They do it in the Ooh. afternoons. Yeah, it's like two weeks. What afternoon, time? Afternoon time, like uh, like eleven to two, like something wild like that. Yeah. Whoa. Because mm-hmm. I always work at five. And when I was going through improv, like heavy, 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 um, my body was get like, I was getting a little cardio too. I was starting to trim up that way. Because nice. like, I'm always on my feet instead of like riding all the time. Yeah. That's another thing I liked. 
Yeah, I guess I'm just more active kind of person. I can't uh, sit at that computer and type sometimes. But the weed helps that. Yeah. Like, it scares me into putting words down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so cool. This has been rad. Yeah, man. Um, do you want me to talk about how I grow the weed? Oh, I think people should grow it. I love that you have an aspect on I never have a decision either way on that. Um, Enlighten me. So, you know, I I have a lot of theories about how to make L.A. greener. Um, and one is less cars, more bikes. We went over that. Um, another way we could really cut down on... You know, factory farming, number one, and our waste, number two, um, is if people grew their own food. You know, it's not like if you have a space, like a porch or anything, you can grow a couple vegetables. Who has the time to maintain a full-on garden? I mean, I figure out a way. Okay, so I'm going to pitch this to Dimitri. I'm like, Dimitri, listen, I need you to grow all of your own food. And still do your job to your fullest degree. Not all your food. That's pretty much impossible. But um, so should we be giving to like a like a central like somebody like you grow one crop? Like in North Dakota, when I was living up there, there was one farm that just grew okra, and that's all it grew—bushels and bushels of okra. Yeah, I grew some okra this summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always thought that was interesting. It's not that they grow different things. It's one big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So is that something like somebody could grow something in their backyard, you know, specifically broccoli? I don't know. When you grow the same thing year after year, you deplete your soil. So you want to like circle the planting, like beans one year, corn the next, whatever. Um, But, you know, something I do is I, I save all my waste, you know. I buy a lot of fruit, fruits and vegetables too, but I save that and I feed it to my worms. I have a worm bin. And what do the worms do? Um, they break down all that organic matter. Also, I juice a lot too. So you, you end up with all this puree after the juice. Um, you take that, feed it to the worms. They, get, they also eat any paper you don't want. Like I get so much mail all the time that I don't want. Just feed it to my worms. And they, what they make is like this really great organic soil. And if you're, you know, if you're eating a lot of fruits and vegetables, it's like all the bomb vitamins that you need to make really good marijuana. And the worms break all that down, you know, like kale, pineapple, ginger, cucumber, peppers, banana peels, whatever, coffee grinds. How long does that take? And do you have to, is there like a process like... Turning the soil? No, no turning with the worms. The worms do the turning. Um, you just put it in there. You get the paper wet, mix it in with your, like you know, kitchen waste, and then three months, you'll have five times as many worms, and like a whole bunch of great super fertile soil. How do you separate the worms from the soil? I don't. But what I do have under the worm bin is like a collection chamber. Of? I have like holes in the bottom of the worm worm bin. Water filters down into the bottom, and that's called worm tea. Mm. And that's what I get my marijuana plants. And if I give it to any plant, it just explodes with growth. 
crazy it's natural super fertilizer yeah exactly and i think the juicing really just pumps it full of nutrients you know because like when you juice you end up with that really still nutrient rich fiber uh, oh that pulp the pulp yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the worms yeah, love we that we never know what to do with that nice you should start a worm bin i have it to your a, worms. well we have a little tiny compost thing that we tried to start right now it's all locked up for you know winter time we don't do it right now yeah but now thinking about it and adding the worms to the pile and the wet paper you to need start, worms i got so many worms starter worms yeah I got you. Dude, on the you got to show me. You got to come and, yeah, I'll start. Yeah. I have all that space to like start something right Dude, there. You know, if you need a couple pots, I use buckets too. <laughs> um, just growing stuff, man. Wow. It's great. I think everyone should. You come from have... farming background? Yeah. Oh. Who, yeah. who was your parents or farmers? Um, yeah, my stepdad's side of the family. Um, were big cattle farmers. So they just had acres and acres of land. And now a lot of it's used for hunting. Um, but they also have just massive. What game is out there? there? Deer? And- um, deer, turkey, duck. I've never been like um, uh, bird hunting. Um, but I, I went it's once uh, to shoo deer out of tall grass in North Dakota. <laughs> That's hardcore. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm crazy. Yeah. I want to make sure I get all the experiences. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't run away. You just jump on its back. <laughs> just sitting there. <laughs> we have little ones in Florida, but them North Dakota deer, that is huge. Like I'm six, sure seven buck on an, huh? I'm sure they're big out there. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, very cool. Steeds. Worms. Oh, worms. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I love the worms. It's great. And, like, I don't, you know, sometimes if you throw organic material in your trash can, it smells. Yeah. Just throw it straight in the worm bin. Um, yeah. We have also one of those, like, countertop compost uh, disposal. Like, Ooh. Uh, yeah, we're supposed to use that now. I'm going to get all the gadgets. That's, uh... You got yeah. It's like you got to plan. I got to plan for it. I got to make some boxes too, because I got to want to plant. Do you have some. any plants right now? I have tons. I'm I plant all the time. Dude, I should give you some of the worm tea to put on some of the plants. Um, do you do any succulent? You gotta, anyways, you'll come over. You'll see that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I got a ton. Um, da 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 da. This aloe plant in that pot, I cloned from that big one over there. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, I use aloe all the all the time. How it's many? Really how healthy because I gave it? it some worm tea. Um, oh, I love saving succulents. Year. I'll put them in water for a few days, let them root a little bit, yeah. and then stick them in some dirt, no matter where, and they'll they'll do fine. Yeah, they're tough. Yeah, I like succulents, but they. I also don't know how to take care of a real tree, though. That's Dude, something. Yeah, trees are really hard. You need a huge pot. Or that juice for our plum in the back. We have a plum tree that has not, like, it's alive, but it will not get any bigger. And I've heard of places in, like, all over L.A. that plum trees produce pretty quick, you know, even short Dang. ones. Yeah, so maybe worm juice. Maybe the worm tea, dude. Worm tea. Um, so much, like, every type of vitamin in there. In the 
easiest form for the plant to use. You know, it's been broken down by the worm. It's been broken down by the worms. Fucking worms, dude. Ugh. Wow, what a big week. What you doing this week? I have this, and then I have editing of this, and then I have another podcast tomorrow. I'm going to see Rent tonight. Rent? You ever seen Rent? The what? musical? No. I'm going to Pantagious. I've heard of it. Yeah, okay. My husband and I are going to the Pantagious to see it tonight. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I need to go more, to more shows there. Um, they're crazy expensive. It's like $100 a ticket. I guess yeah. not mezzanine. I think mezzanine might be a lot cheaper. And I think they have a lot of will call. We saw um, Chris Darren do Hedwig. That was crazy. Cool. Yeah. One of my friends, I took a picture of the sign, and one of my friends uh, tweets underneath, we get Hedwig in L.A., and they give us Darren Chris. <laughs> oh, mean catty people. Oh. Dude, you... have you seen uh, Christine stand up? Mm-mm. Oh, Christine Little? I came up with her. I started, um, I first met her at the Palms Bar in 2011. Uh, and then we did a show, or I saw her do a show there, her first like Christmas thing. I saw her do at the Palms that year and she killed back then. Like, I can't imagine how good she is now. Like, she's got to be blowing people away. Damn. Oh, how is she? I'm sorry. I don't know. I didn't know she'd been doing comedy for that long. Yeah. that we. I knew her before I met her in improv. Cool. It was crazy when I saw her. I was like, oh my God, we're at a level. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's rocks. Uh, she's really funny. Her um, Instagram kind of keeps me updated. She's getting big shows. Like She's like headlining these things and just does a talk show thing at the theater. Damn. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, take a note. Yeah. Got to follow that lead. Just got to stay with it, man. Nobody sees you at home. Ugh. Oh, I'm reading this book called Going Pro or Turning Pro. It's by the guy who wrote The War of Art. I never read it, but I heard everybody was reading it and liked it. So I'm reading his newest one, which is Turning Pro. It's it sounds like turning bro. Like it just gives ah. <laughs> these euphemisms and everything and about how like losing friends and all this other stuff and like trying to cope with it. And I'm like, this is the broiest shit I have ever read. But it's turning working. Bro. <laughs> That's funny. So it's like a self help book. Yes. It's like how do I keep running into these? Ugh. <laughs> oh. I don't know what book to read for fun. I haven't read a fun book in so long. I'm reading a good one. Which one? Um, I just read a book by James Rollins that was really good called Bloodline. Nice. It was a lot like a Dan Brown type novel. Mm -hmm. A lot of history and adventure and like he gets the girl that not. Just kidding. (laughs) Didn't spoil anything. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) But right now I'm reading um, a book. Um, something, something of the earth sea, and it's a fantasy, a lot like Lord of the Rings, but it's all about wizards and stuff. And he like goes to a wizard school, it was written in 1968, um, by Ursula, somebody, but I think it's a big, like kind of classic fantasy. Uh, do you um, ever watch Buffy? 
I was never into fantasy until I started watching this show with Dimitri. Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah. I've seen a couple. I never like watched them all, and I need to. I don't think you can watch up. them like as like singles. I think they are sort of a graphic novelly with a monster of the week uh, logic, you know, going through them all. But the overarching character changes is profound. I mean, they're it's really well written, so deep in nice. such a kooky way. Yeah, and Ooh, I'm I never just watching all the original X Files right now. Oh. I couldn't. I couldn't get through them all. Kind of creeped me out for a while. Um, Because yeah, I loved all the conspiracy. So juicy. (laughs) The truth is out there. The government. They're they're fucking us. Ah, again. Yeah, duh. They're hiding all the secrets. (laughs) Duh. It's their job. (laughs) (laughs) True. We need more X Files. Yeah. I saw like one episode of the new season and like thought it was awesome, but oh, I didn't I really haven't know. watched the new season yet. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know the characters. You know, now I actually know them because I'm on like season three, the old one. Yeah, Scully goes through some stuff too. You know, it's good. Yeah, it's really good, and it's so like light and how they bring it in too. They don't like it's all about her job and her job and her job. But then when it gets to like you know dramatic moments of her life. There's just sprinkled through, but you see how big and deep they are yeah. and how they change her. She's even. always like, no, Mulder, there's a logical explanation. <laughs> yeah, every episode. And he's always like, nope, <laughs> it was definitely a ghost slash alien slash telepathic slash mutant person. And they're hiding it underground. We got to find him. Oh, the government. The government's fucking us again. <laughs> So, the question is, should it be legalized everywhere then? Do you think it's a benefit for everyone to try? Um, marijuana? See. It's, I just, I, I've met so many people that are just like, it's not for me. And I respect that. It's a lot of things just aren't for me, you know. But uh, I do think in terms of, you know, the substances that are legal, that we just shrug over all the time such as caffeine tobacco and alcohol i think marijuana is not only good for you in some aspects and there's fucking mountains of proof but i also think it's less detrimental to you your mind and your body than caffeine alcohol or tobacco which are all highly addictive substances you know Oh, yeah, I'm on the caffeine train. Yeah, and I, if I love coffee. I love that. All right, coffee and cannabis are my oh, things, okay? It's like the perfect... Yeah, yeah. Um, But, man, you know, it's caffeine you can get addicted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and energy drinks are just fucking... That's terrible for you. I also think another thing people abuse in America is sugar. You know, our bodies weren't made to handle the amount of sugar we eat. And I feel bad like when people come around and they're like, cupcakes everywhere for our kid's birthday. I'm like, I can eat none of those. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, it's too much. It's like I don't. My sweet tooth is gone right now. That's I'll never lose my sweet tooth. I'm a, like chocolate fiend. Ice cream. I don't eat chocolate a lot, but like it's my favorite fucking thing. It's dark chocolate. 
Yeah. Well then, prove me wrong. I'll get. I'll buy the equipment. Make dark chocolate something. What would be a dark chocolate recipe? Um, like a dark chocolate almond cake. I mean, just throwing stuff out there. That's um, awesome. But when I think about chocolate, I just think of like really good chocolate bar, and then I tall glass of milk. There's this ice cream called Talamuk. It is phenomenal. It they only sell it. They don't sell it to Trader Joe's. You have to go to another one. I've had some phenomenal ice cream in L.A. Huh? I've had some phenomenal ice cream in L.A. Donde? Um, I went to Salt and Straw. It was delicious. There's a place um, in Los Feliz, straight down Franklin, on Hillhurst. Yes. What's the name of that? It's like Guppies or some weird little name. Um, I don't know the name of that one, but I know what you're talking about. It's across from Albert, diagonal from Albertsons. Um, I've been to Magpies. Magpies is really good. I never. We thought just I got liked. a Van Lewins here on Franklin. I haven't what been are there. Designer ice cream, dude, crazy. <laughs> it's such so a what's craft. What's up in LA and like the burgers and the ice cream? <sighs> what a tease! I have to. I can't. I gotta be picture ready tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working to like, yeah, I'm trimming down. I can't. It's so tempting. I can't. Yeah. But I'll go to Magpies anytime. <laughs> yeah. I love that place. And it's by my spot. Um, I play in Grand Theft Auto 5, Los Santos. I love it. Nice. Have you I played it? No, I need to come over and play. Oh, it's it's kind of, it's funny. And it's, um, Dimitri will be like, are you playing a game? Because it's so cinematic at times, and it's so like doing the most mundane things, but you're in it. You're like, yeah, totally, I get it. I'm gonna go to Seven Eleven and get a Coke because <laughs> yeah. my character needs that right now. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Right after I have sex with five girls at a brothel. <laughs> I'm doing the open mic uh, tomorrow at Karma Lounge. I'm working tomorrow. Mm. I'm off Thursday night and Friday night, though. We should go to Marty's sometime. There's usually little to no audience, but um, I'll pay to go up. It's such like a tradition for like comedians to go up at Marty's, and it's at 5 p.m. every single day. Oh, cool. I'm down. So whenever you have free time, we should do yeah. that. Um, Thursday or Friday. Or not Friday now, because I booked that thing. You booked a commercial. You're the man, dude. It was a TV show. Oh, TV show. Unspeaking right. part, but. <laughs> oh, sorry. See, this is it. Like me, I'm still so green every time, and people are like, "Well, it was only this." Yeah, keep cut, keep undercutting yourself. Uh, no, I'm gonna be dressed as a white rapper with <laughs> champagne and a chain on a national yes. TV show. So, <laughs> it's usable for my reel. Oh, I was. Uh, we doing the commercial. If I can get act- a famous person in the shot, it'll be dope. They're going to. What are you talking about? Well, I don't know. Because it might just be a single shot of me. Who knows? Maybe it's a shot of you on the TV of them watching. Who kn- Who knows? Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, apparently there was an episode that I have to see this season. And so, like, I think Dimitri and I are going to just watch the whole series. Nice. Well, setting all the podcasts. And, like, when that gets into our ears, it's like, oh, okay, follow that. <laughs> All right, I think we covered everything. No cars. Cars are stupid. <laughs> no, dude, cars are crucial. I mean, it'd be everyone can have them, you know, and I get why people have them, but drive them only when you need to. 
Yeah. I'm going to do that. Because I'm going to lose more calories walking to the taco stand anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's such an early thing to the taco stand. Um, yeah. We're done. Oh, my God. Right on time. Tight. Any shout outs you want to put out there for anybody? Um, nah. Just t- <laughs> check out Dan's Lit Kitchen. Shit's going to be lit. Um, it's like sexy, easy food that you can make in under 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, that's about it. Food is sexy. Man, cooking's not that hard. When you do it right, it's sexy. I'd like to thank my guest today, Dan, for being on the show. And I'd like to thank the listeners, of course, for tuning in again. Uh, you can see more about stuff that I'm doing at LandonCharlesHughes.com with the live events tab that shows you a calendar of when I update it. <laughs> I don't know. People don't give me shows as often as I think. You know, it's like, oh, that gay kid in my show. <laughs> it's still there. Hello, Trump 2017. <laughs> It's what you get. Anyways, I love you guys. Take care.